0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed, on purpose, because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. It's 4.30 a.m., sitting in the garage, recording a podcast, and I got out of bed because I told myself a long time ago that I wouldn't stew in bed. You know, I wouldn't force myself to keep sleeping if I didn't feel like sleeping. So I was lying in bed wide awake. And recently, I haven't been getting up early. I've been just like forcing myself to go back to sleep. And then I wake up groggy. I do my best when I wake up early. And I'm sharing this because uh, I think one of the reasons why I've been forcing myself to keep sleeping is uh, I, I've been in a funk. I've been a little bit depressed. I've, I have a little dysthymia. And I think where it's coming from is stagnation. You know, I've always been the high strung kid running somewhere, dreaming, building. It's really hard for me to stand still. And so as an adult, I've always been trying to get to the other side, you know. And in the last, I don't know, I would say three years, um, things have been good. Um, Well, things haven't been bad. Things things have been, I mean, I, I like to say things have been good because I'm trying to be just grateful for everything I have. Uh, how far i 've come, what i 've built, um, but there hasn't been any kind of spike as far as um, with my career and life it's just been kind of on cruise control, right And so for someone like me who is uh, addicted to addicted to the dopamine that comes from new things that comes from you know these spikes, um, when the water is calm. When the water is calm, I default to depression. When the water is calm, I default to asking myself these big questions like, is there more? And I know that if you don't focus on here, there is no there, you know? But I think like I've been training myself for so long. Because my positioning in life has always been one of chasing and desperation. And if I could only get to the other side, then I'll be happy. Then life starts. And what's funny is at the same time, I'm afraid of the other side. I don't trust myself. I'm impulsive. I'm obsessive. And I'm the kid that eats... uh, not only eat the marshmallow, but will steal the other marshmallow from the other kids. So it's really interesting because um, I can't stand still, but I'm also afraid of what's on the other side, you know, if I get to quote-unquote there. So I think I've come to a conclusion and... It's also, um, I think, my prescription. And if you believe in things that are greater, um, I choose to believe this. What happens in your life is meant to be the mirror. You know, it's like life is meant to confront you. And I think my confrontation, my prescription is to sit in my own bathwater. You know, to um, not swim towards something, but just enjoy the swim, knowing that if I can do that, it is preparation, it is conditioning, it is setting myself up for when things get busy or, you know, when... um, I start moving toward, quote unquote, the other side or there uh, that I will be ready because I feel like uh, when I get there, well, first of all, you know, I also know that there is no there. I also know that there is a is, is a, massa- uh, a massage, <laughs> there is a massage, there is a mirage. And um, I know that, and I know this because every time I've accomplished something or I've um, build something, I'm not satisfied and I want more or different. And I'm sure you can relate to this. I think part of that is just, you know, being human. Um, the other part of that is is capitalism. The other part of that is, you know, the world that we live in and the way that our brains are, are trained. But um, that being said, that being said, that there really isn't uh, there. If I... Start getting um, opportunities and momentum and traction, and of course, I've, I've felt that before in my life. But if I if that engine starts starts again and starts and starts start lining up, I think at this point in my life, uh, especially with a family and a mortgage, um, I'm not the I can't be the irresponsible single dude who, um, you know, doesn't have to answer to anyone, you know. And now that I have responsibilities, if I get to there, I have to be a different person. So my new joy in life, and also super meaningful, is running these weekend retreats in Idaho, California Like-minded people with a common thread of working on themselves, coming together for the weekend, going through some kind of journey or character arc, half somatic experiences like ice plunges and guided hikes, and the other half, group processing, processing about life, love, relationships, and of course, great coffee and homemade food. Come check it out if you want to come. It's uh, like adult summer camp, tatretreats.com. To find out when the next one is, that's TATretreats.com and I will see you in the wild. And I know this is a mindset, right? This is a choice in belief. But what's helpful is when I think about it that way, and if I really believe in it, that there is coming... Not just coming because I'm I'm wishing or crossing fingers, uh, coming because I'm you know actively working hard, working towards something. So if I believe that is coming, then and I know myself and I know my uh, weaknesses and what can can bring me down, then here in the here and now, my work is to be okay with it. You know, my, my work is to fully accept and be calm in and feel gratitude and appreciate and uh, smell of the roses, as they say. And I also feel like, and this is what's, what's um, kind of, I don't know if it's ironic about life or it's uh, beautiful, I feel that the more I'm able to do what's prescribed— uh, the more that i 'm able to appreciate and not you know not want i don 't know if the word is not i don 't know if it 's not want i mean we you know we i think it's healthy that we want you know um i 've always been a dreamer I think that 's okay it's how it 's baked in it 's how i 'm built um, but not tying that right not tying that to happy, not putting so much weight on the more. If you're able to do that, I, I believe that the more actually comes. And, and it kind of comes in a way that's effortless. And that's what I've noticed about life is it doesn't matter if we're talking about um, wanting love or a partner or a deal or you know whatever it is that you want in life. I've noticed that, yes, you work hard for it, of course. You're not just staying at home hoping. But I've noticed that when you genuinely... Don't tie that want to your happy, which has always been you know the hardest thing for me. Waiting by the phone, but uh, when when you're able to do that, I've noticed that things start happening and they happen effortlessly. And you're like, oh shit, look where I'm at! I had no idea, and it happens so seamlessly. And then I've noticed that when you're really trying to make things happen and tying what you want in life to your happy, it pushes that thing away. And I I, I think um, there are many levels here. I think part of it is a, a spiritual energy thing. I think part of it is just science. Um, I don't know, but I know that it seems to be true. And so if that is the case, how do you stay here without tying your happy to there? How do you do that? And I think this is why people talk so much about mindfulness, anchoring yourself, gratitude. Uh, and I'll be honest, you know, I, I can be really grateful for many things today um, just because, you know, I've, I've, I've built a little something, um, but five years ago, ten years ago, I mean, it was, it would be so hard to be grateful because I, and and, and it's not like, um, it's not like I didn't try, but it's like when you're, like, was it twelve years ago, thirteen years ago? When, when you know, when I was broke and I had nothing, when you're in in a in a dark place like that, um, yes, you can be grateful for lunch or you could be very present and enjoy, you know, the cup of coffee or a conversation with a friend and you know, you could start to seek nectar. I, I've trained myself to do to do that a little bit. But overall, you know, you you it's so hard to really consistently daily be happy with where you're at and I don't think you're supposed to you know I think the not being happy with where you're at is going to be the drive that gets you going the the story that comes to my mind is Eminem you know um I'm sure you know his story eight mile uh broke and like his ticket out was um music and rapping and that was his gift, and I know he was obsessed with it on buses, writing his uh, his um, his songs, and and it was his only way out. And him being so unhappy and broke and and, and desperate was the motivation um, to get out of there. I think it's also a Mike Tyson's story. Uh, so there there is something I think to not being happy. And knowing you got to do everything you you can to kind of get out of your situation to build happy. So I think I don't I don't think it's all about just um, if you're in a bad place to just accept and be happy and be grateful for what you have. I don't I I don't (laughs) I don't think that's um, I don't think that's helpful because I don't think it's honest. I mean, unless you're a monk, I don't know, uh, and you choose to live a whole different life in the world that we live in, I don't know if you can um, just do that in an honest way, right? But I do know that when you don't have much, uh, yes, the the, the the vines to kind of swing from, you know, the lily pads to jump on, it's going to be uh, the things that you have in your life today, not what you're wanting. I know when I was uh, in a shitty job, and uh I didn't have much. My coffee came in styrofoam. Um, I didn't get to go out to eat much. I didn't have many friends. I know that during those times, yeah, it forces you to um find joy in the little things you know and the in the things that bring you meaning like uh like what Victor Frankl talks about um in um talked about in uh in with his story in in finding meaning and joy. I mean, even in a, a concentration camp, right? So yes, it's possible. And um, I think like uh, jumping from one lily pad to another, it is, it is required for you to kind of get through the dark times. But also, there's something about being unhappy not going down, but just kind of being unhappy and wanting more—that I think can be powerful. That can be motivation. It can be 92 octane. And I know for me, um, I needed that. I needed to uh, uh, feel older, and that there was a ticking clock, and that I needed to start building something. I, I needed that for me to do the reps when it comes to uh, when it came to writing and blogging, and you know, um, being being consistent and getting up and. Punching keys and making videos and all the all the shit that I've been doing for the last thirteen years, answering questions and just hustling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 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 came from knowing that I wanted my life to change, and believing that this was the the ticket out, and also my best foot forward. You know, Eminem's best foot forward was freestyle rapping. It wasn't to. Um, invent things or become a scientist. His gift was was that. And he knew it and he doubled down on it. Anyway, I don't know if this uh, any of this resonates with you. But um, if anything, just sharing my story. Hopefully you feel less alone if you can relate. Thank you for listening. And as I end, I do feel... So much gratitude for, um, for you, for listening, for, uh, sharing episodes or buying my books, being part of my community, coming to my retreats. Um, I think what's given me a cape the most, um, has been, uh, the community that I've built and, um, knowing that, uh, you know, in some way that uh, hopefully I'm helping other people. Um, that's always been, uh, and always will be. I think the the spine in my life. Thank you for listening, people.